0: This is CliffCentral.com.
1: Well, hello, hello,
2: hello. <laughs> oh, she almost got it right.
1: Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes. I'm Shemaine Harris. As always, lovely to be with you. Hope you can enjoy today's show. Pali Samabuya is on Oh, you're looking up at me today, aren't you? <laughs> He's on controls As per usual How's it Plompot? Hello Awesome Lee, take it away, Papa
2: Well, hello I'm Liesl Tom And uh, as always When Shemaine and I are in the studio And those Tibetan singing bowls begin to, to, to sing To just Yeah, I just go to a whole different space Shemaine Today in studio with us And it's not often that we have a man in studio So we have Emmanuel Peterson Who is Listen to this A motivational speaker An anti-bullying campaigner An actor A performer um, I'm kind of tempted to say A jack of all trades and master of none But ah. I would rather No, no, no There's a new trend uh-huh. When it comes to careers And people like Emmanuel are called Portfolio Careerists because they have so many different careers that they can just roll open. And Emmanuel has a very interesting concept. (laughs) I have no idea what this means, so I'm going to read it Uh and then we'll let him explain.
1: Before you go there, Mm. can I just say, I think this is the first time that we had a Mr. Something here. (laughs) (laughs) A a, a pageant somebody. (laughs)
2: Yes, that's one of, the, like one, of, one of the one of one of the things what in the portfolios. What's your title?
0: I'm South African Bachelor of the Year, but only for another <laughs> what four days, five days? We worked it out earlier.
2: So, if you're a bachelor, does that mean uh, Shemaine and I uh, can take you on a date? Always.
1: <laughs> no, I think it just means he's not married, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or what?
0: Oh. Am I wrong? No, well, it wasn't actually a pageant; it was a, a competition where. You're involved – well, number one, you've got to be in the public eye and you're involved with numerous charity events and um, your own community project. Mm-hmm. And I uh, competed last year and won. So, yeah, so it's not a dating thing at all.
1: So, was, so what was it all about? I mean, what do you need to – Well, what do you need to um,
0: well, you know, uh, you, you do, what, need to, do to, to get the title? Well, you know what? You've got to be eligible. So number one, there's a couple of rules. You're not allowed to be married. You're not mm-hmm. allowed to be engaged. You are – allowed to be in a relationship, but I wasn't. I think I was the only uh, finalist that wasn't in fact in a relationship. And then you've got different challenges. So every month you've got challenges. Uh, We worked with the Cancer Association of South Africa to raise funds and awareness for them. And then we started the talk initiative, which was um, basically working with with community kids Uh and uh, making a difference. And for the past four or five years i've been involved in anti-bullying campaigns uh, at s- different schools so you from used KZM. that as one of your platforms so, so I, I did so it it was a perfect fit for me yeah wow and then i won
1: i i love this anti-bullying thing i think you won only because you were the only single person there
0: <laughs> <laughs> my the sparkling were, personality the
1: others were busy <laughs> You know, you know how busy relationships can get. So. You might actually have a point there. You never thought of that. Never thought of it. Well, child, ask somebody one year who later. Lives, <laughs> who lives mainly single? But I love the anti-bullying thing. Um, it you. is an incredible thing um, to be uh, involved in. I think, you know, all of us. Well, if not all of us, I think most of us have had experiences of being bullied. And how it makes you feel, and how you know it—it it kind of paralyzes you. So, and if people are standing up to that now, I mean, adults—we bully one another. Oh, we, a, all, we always think it's that just is a kids, major hey?
0: issue, absolutely. I Bullies mean, in the workplace, in the workplace, in relationships. I mean, how many relationships are you in mm-hmm. where we, um, as partners, you constantly bully each other? You trying to get your point across, and what happens is. Because the other one's not listening, you you start bullying each other. You want to get your point across, and they start bullying back. And uh, yeah, it's not a very good place to be. Yeah, for me, for
2: me, bullying is making another person feel less than. Mm. That's exactly it. And it's 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 all on this this ego level, and that's of course. Not what beyond ears and eyes is mm. about. Absolutely, we are about exactly. higher things and about spirit.
1: Okay, I, I, I don't know. I'm just mere mortal here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here, minding my own business, trying to learn stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah, right, Shemaine. And if you believe that, I have a bridge I would like to sell you. Because Shemaine is anything but such <laughs> just-looking pretty
0: I'm, I'm going to be with Liesel on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the battle continues. Aluta continua.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: Emmanuel, this, this concept that we are here to talk about today also ties in, or you use it, when you present your anti-bullying talks, am Ab- I
0: right? Absolutely Well, you know what, I don't just stand for anti-bullying I've, For probably the past five, six years as well, I've been doing motivational speaking, where I go to different um ladies teas or wherever they would have ladies teas yeah and sometimes even churches what about where men's gentlemen teas? don't drink men, tea I don't apparently know, men, <laughs> men are a little bit um less su- su- successful what's it accessible, accessible. accessible. um but they, they don't really want to listen to the spiritual side of things in general Openly,
1: you mean openly yeah openly yeah I've, I've seen several men who are aren't Point Absolutely When it comes to spiritual stuff And how they live their lives You, one of them Absolutely But they just don't talk about they it They just don't
0: talk about it So, and, and they wouldn't pay for a ticket To go to one of these mornings Where, where they would have a motivational speaker And basically what, what I do um, Like Liesl said Jack of all trades Master of none um, I, I also have a marketing firm So I do a lot of uh, graphic designing And websites and stuff And I was busy Preparing for a motivational talk and I was also at the same time working on a website where Uh the client wanted, um, a certain, you know, image to be created and I didn't know what it was. So I did a bit of research and it was called the parallax effect. And, um, basically if you go, go Google the definition, it says, a displacement of images. Mm-hmm. Now, to give you an idea on the graphic design side, which we're not yet to talk about, um, if you took, uh, take two similar images and put it right behind each other and you put a bit of a um, translucent you know, filter. Um, filter over it and you make it move, then it gives you this 3D effect, mm. almost like a ghost-like effect. And that's when I then came up with the concept of the parallax effect In human emotions. And I now use that with all my motivational uh, talks Mm -hmm. when I I do the anti-bullying. Obviously, I don't call it that when I work with children because they're going to look at you like, what the hell are you saying? I have to
2: say I heard the word parallax once and that was in school. And if I'm a school child and someone comes to speak to me about
0: more schoolwork, I'll switch off. Absolutely. And that's why you don't even mention that word, but the concept stays, stays the same. Now, the concept is basically how, and I like to always use um, Isaac Newton's uh, one um, law of, of um, what do you call it? Science or whatever. Physics. Physics, that's the word. Thank you. Where every action has an equal but opposite reaction. And if you go look at that simple concept and you Take into consideration that everything on Earth and while well in the universe is matter, is, you know, molecules. You can almost incorporate that in everything you do. So if you meet someone for the first time and they come across as standoffish, what would your normal reaction be? Either you're gonna go out and you wanna be their best friend and you're gonna try and prove them wrong, or you have the exact same um, reaction towards them. And that's basically where, where this whole con- concept came from is with whatever you do, you've got to look at how you do it and what, you know, energies you put out to the world mm-hmm. because what you put out is what you're going to get back. And sometimes you're not going to get exactly the same back. You might get the negative back. And yeah.
1: So, so what set you on this journey, you know, where you go like, okay, I need to see what this is all about, you know, well, you know what? For me,
0: what happened was I was a very successful businessman and had a lot of money, a lot of friends. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You were
1: like Eric Clapton. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah,
0: Exactly. There we go. You know,
1: whose mama taught him that. You know, you better exactly. watch out who your friends are. Exactly. Uh-huh. And
0: what happened was due to the economy and a couple of bad decisions, I lost everything literally overnight where I went from zero to zero in a question of 24 hours. Wow. Where I lost the cars, I lost the houses, I lost the friends Because the funny thing is when you lose all these things, all the fake friends kind of go out the window as well uh-huh. And I went through a very, very dark time right. where, Before
1: we get to the dark mm-hmm. place, um, what what was your initial um, reaction, the shock thereof? Because you, you're saying 24 hours I mean, mostly you can see it slipping away Well, You, <laughs> you, you know time. what, I, the, the
0: funny thing is I did see it slipping away uh-huh. I did see the signs But when you at that level You kind of um, convince yourself No, everything's going to be fine okay. Until you have to, you know, face the consequences You have to face the fact that your coffee is now cold. Now you've got to drink it because your microwave is not working. Type uh-huh. of thing, you know, uh-huh. and that's what happened to me.
1: Was it a matter of you not wanting to face the facts? Were you esca- was, was Was there a level of escaping um when you looked at what was presented to you, I think, or were you just kind of like just trusting? You know,
0: I, no. You know what? I think um because I was raised very poor, we didn't have money, so. I had to work for everything that I had, and then losing it, you know, you kind of want to hold on. And uh, a lot of times in relationships, it's the same thing. When people are in a relationship, um, they don't think they're going to meet someone else Mm -hmm. better. Uh, So, you know, they, they stay in an abusive relationship. For instance, a lot of abuse victims that I work with stay in those relationships for the simple reason that they don't think they can do better. Mm. They don't want to go through life alone. So you can't hold on to this fake little little world that you're living in. You hold on to the fear. Absolutely. And that's what I did. Mm.
2: But, I mean, when it when it comes to abused women, there's also a whole pathology oh, around absolutely. it where, where the abuser takes away whatever little power they feel they have. Absolutely. So, so – w- when you talk about your own journey, how you know did did you have that that sense that whatever little power you have is being siphoned off by someone else, the universe, whatever?
0: Exactly what you what you just said. Um, the fact of the matter is, you know, when you sit there and you start realizing, oh, but um, you don't have money in the bank anymore, and you don't have money to buy food, and you don't have money to pay your cars, and you know, and, and you
1: look at. Everything, every- what everything costs. Absolutely, you know and, and that's what happens. Shift, you know
0: that's you know? what happens. So and you get but,
1: good at comparing uh, the no name brand. Exactly, to the that
0: and you start are. realizing, but the no name brand milk tastes exactly the same <laughs> as the Woolworths milk. You know, it uh-huh. it's probably comes from the same factory. But basically, what happened was I had to go through that to to basically bring me into a um, a very spiritual place, if I can put it like that, because. The thing is that I wasn't a very nice person. Ah. You know, I was, I went from the, the person that my mother raised that was really a very nice, humble person to this really idiotic person who thought he owned the whole world. And I had to lose all that stuff, all the materialistic stuff, uh-huh. um, you know, to, to get back to, to the humble person that I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. To with, the core. Absolutely. And with that, you know, came a lot of spirituality as well. Um, and that's when I started realizing after going through, um, the, the dark time in my life. How long did it take? Uh, probably about a year and a half. I've that got to was, be honest. That's, that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was lucky. Gaining ground, eh? Yeah, I was lucky. But, you know, the one thing that got me through was my, my number one, my spirituality and number two, um, my immense, you know, Power of positivity Mm. Because I am always the eternal optimist
1: But nice um, People who are not nice Are generally very negative Absolutely So now you're saying you had that uh, an amazing ability to be positive, well, while also admitting to not. Well, being you know, very... what you,
0: you kind of have to be very positive if you start realizing there's no money in the bank, but you're still living the high life, you know. <laughs> then you have to be an optimist <laughs> because um, you're gonna gonna go out for dinner uh, with your friends. You don't want to tell them that you can't go for dinner with them, so you go, and then um, you know you kind of sit there and hope that someone's going to offer to pay because that's what normally happens uh-huh. when you're a group of friends with a lot of money. Someone always offers to pay. Okay. Um, so so, yeah, I was always an eternal optimist. But, um, you know, as bad as it was when I was that person, um, when I lost everything, my optimism and my positive outlook on life really got me through. And that's how we got onto the, the, the whole parallax effect.
1: How did, how did it um, – yeah, how did it um, – how did you learn Um you know, to be consistent in. Because you know what? There's that whole thing of you can be positive, um, but you've got to do something. Absolutely Because you know, we always think Oh just be positive Oh just say the universal Supply The Arabs have a yeah.
2: saying Trust in God uh-huh. But tie the camels You know yeah. What did you do To tie the camels Well
0: I got myself Off my ass <laughs> If I can say that we on internet uh, We're on Cliff Central <laughs> So I suppose I'll get away with it Get off your ass And actually Walk out the front door And go do something Now for me It was to get involved In community projects For me It was a way To give back To the community To charities and that up stuff. Because you know, on a selfish level, um I think it started by way of I always believed in karma. What you give is what you get. And that's where the parallax effect came in for me was um because karma is so clear. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do something to someone, um expect it to come back. So if uh-huh. you're gonna be friendly friendly with someone, most times you will get friendliness back. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna gonna you know Go out and murder someone You're probably going to end up in jail You know that type of stuff Karma is really not a nice thing Mm -hmm. And I thought okay cool If I change my life and my outlook on life And I start giving back to the community Even while you have nothing Absolutely Mm -hmm. Especially when I had nothing Uh Then maybe I will get something in return Which I did You know I didn't get um, Money immediately And I didn't get Success immediately I didn't get Any of that But I got stuff That was So much more St- Like stuff. what A sense of self worth Exactly Thank mm. you
1: Nurture for the soul Food A sense the of soul. belonging
0: Because the thing is You lose who you are And when you lose Who you are You lose you know, who, where you belong. Um, mm. and I mean, everyone needs to know where they belong. If they don't, um, then you kind of just fluff around uh-huh. in the universe, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's probably the one thing that I got out of it was, was a sense of belonging.
1: And what about a sense of self?
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, you
1: because I mean, it's, it's, it's one thing to want to belong, but when you don't know who you are, it becomes a little, wish it wash it cuz you could go either way or you know
0: Exactly, exactly. Um you know I um it, it, it sounds a lot like like I'm talking just me 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 the whole time, but the fact well, we're that we're is- asking you questions about how <laughs> you <utilities.
1: laughs> so I'm so I'm so used to talking to other
0: people about them, you know. Uh-huh. So um, but but for me, you know, I had to I had to find myself again, and that is a a very spiritual path that you have to take. It's it's a day by day process, and I've had a lot of help along the way, and um, you know. That's um, probably one of the other points that I bring to my motivational talks. What is spiritual to you, though? Spiritual to me is is um, a sense of self in a much bigger picture, if I can mm-hmm. put it like that. Um, I mean, the universe. Um, I'm not very religious um and which is quite funny because i'm in a family that are very religious i mean um i believe in a much bigger power greater power I, I i don't believe for one second we are just here because we are you know someone made us and we come from somewhere um what i just don't um believe in is is all the the um the political and business um, stuff that comes with religion—it's become a business, and um, I think that most religions have forgotten what they stand for. And um, you know, if you go look at most wars, I think most wars have either been started because of religion, or power, or probably a, a woman somewhere along the line. I don't know. Blame the woman.
1: Blame the woman. <laughs> and we just blame some guys as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Because yeah. I tell you now, we are in. Dire straits because you know, because men start speaking, absolutely, and we need men. And there's a uh, there's, there, there are less men than women at the moment,
0: <laughs> absolutely. so <laughs> <Shall> men <main> just <laughs> hoide her, uh, her book on the table. <laughs> <No.
2: clears throat> this entire fall from grace, as if I can put it like that. It sounds to me like what some people describe as the dark night of the soul. Is that something that 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 you can
0: absolutely agree with that does, does it resonate? You know what if if I've got to compare to to nightfall. You know when when um when you stuck in a very, let's say you're stuck in the middle of Joburg and you know it's not very pretty. It's it's old buildings and and um you know broken windows and stuff. Now it becomes dark. Mm. You feel, number one, scared. You feel feel empty. You feel lost. If you don't know the roads especially. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, The reason why I'm comparing it to a city like Joburg and and that analogy, because you can be in the bush felt and the sun sets and it's a beautiful sunset. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. That's why, you know. Oh, it
1: depends on the person. Also, true. I, I, I go like boss. I was like, woo, <laughs> <Yeah, me> too, <laughs> especially when it's I know, full moon. I know, I know people love the bush, <laughs> <laughs> and I take my hat off to
0: you. <laughs> but you yeah, so, so,
1: of sea So basically, uh-huh.
0: you know, um, that's what, what you feel like when you go through this. Um, so that analogy would be 100% correct. Mm, mm,
1: okay. mm. All righty. So now you say you do this with kids. How difficult is it? to well, get this message across.
0: You know what? Kids um in general is because I do um work with adults as well. Um but with kids they're they a little bit more acceptable to to listening mm. and to, to um wanting to change. I think as soon as you reach adulthood you're kinda used to one one direction, you kinda used to a your certain...
2: defense is kind of solidify.
0: Absolutely there we go. Thank you. And um so sometimes with adults um, you know, I've got a case at the moment where, um, where someone is going through a divorce and, um, she cannot make up her mind. But I mean, it's been, been going on for, for quite a while. Now, you can see from the outside, you can see what it does to her. Mm-hmm. You can see that she's not happy. You can see that she's, um, you know, busy dying inside. But what can you do until she sees What's happening until you actually look in the mirror and see that your soul's dying? You know how do you convince someone? We with kids, um, for instance, the are anti-bullying. I've had cases in the last two years where a bully and the the kid being bullied have become best friends only because I opened their eyes to what they were doing because the bully didn't realize that what he was doing was hurting the other kid. Now they're best friends. You know, and the same can be done in res- relationships, in personal relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's where it comes back to the parallax effect, where if you learn that everything is connected in the universe, whether it is, um, you know, your dog walking in and you being friendly with your dog and your dog is friendly back to you. I mean, it's something as small as that. Um, the same can be with personal relationships. The same can be in business. If you have a positive outlook, and you give as much as you get, mm-hmm. good things start to happen. And that's what happened to me. And that's why I'm back on my feet.
2: Okay. And would you say you are back on your feet or are you still? Still getting there. No, 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 but, but, but I mean, you, you started on this path of spiritual growth.
0: Do you think, you know, do we ever arrive?
2: Do know, we ever, know, do we ever arrive? I, I love
0: the fact that you actually mentioned that because the fact of the matter is, I don't think you ever arrive. Like the universe, and I mean, this is a scientific fact. The universe is ever expanding. It's getting bigger by the second. And I think your spiritual growth and your personal growth and everything which is connected to that is just as ever expanding. And the moment you go sit down and you say, okay, I've arrived. Is the moment you you fall back again because if you don't expand as fast as the universe okay, that's maybe challenges. challenges. <laughs> you <laughs> can't expand that fast. <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying. If yeah. you don't well, grow, I, um you you're gonna start start falling behind, if I can put it like that.
1: I yeah I, I yeah I'm not uh, scientifically uh, knowledgeable at <laughs> all. So, so I'm not so sure about you know uh, growth mind versus universe, but I do mm. hear what you're saying in terms of growth uh, for humans as you know, and, and and you can grow in any way. In any in, way, it 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 just opens you up, you know. Absolutely. Um, so growth is an an it's an uncomfortable but a necessary experience.
0: You know, here's a small tip for for everyone listening today. If you go through a difficult time, and um, whether it be you know, all of us wake up depressed every every so often. It's I necessary. still you, as as positive as I am. Sometimes well, well, uh, I wake up and uh, I'm sorry. Negative. You just
2: have to pause there because okay. I just want to. I'm I'm, I'm sure you're <laughs> not talking about depression. I th- I'm sure you're talking about feeling a bit low, no, or no, down. D- d- a little bit. Okay, you're yes, not depressed. Yes,
0: okay, yes. depressed. Maybe that's um, you know in the scientific term yes, okay. of depression. Sorry. Sometimes you wake up and um, you know you feel a little bit down, or you feel a little bit. You know, I don't want to get out of bed, or, mm. uh, or you, you feel know, anxious. Or you feel anxious or angry for no reason. I mean, this happens. Mm-hmm. A small tip that helped me and that has helped so many other people. Get yourself a hobby. Okay. It doesn't have to be like getting in your car, going to stables and riding a horse like what I do. What you can do is you can – Oh, now you're
1: just showing off. I I am a little bit, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, get yourself something to do. Whether whether it is your favorite movie that you want to watch, even if you've seen it 110 times, watch it again. If you know what makes you feel good – Use that, and sometimes it's difficult to get yourself out of bed to do that thing, mm-hmm. but just by taking that little bit of energy and doing it, I promise you within half an hour you'll feel better already
1: okay, but now i'm in jail, I committed some crime, and it's rough
0: well parallax effect there we go
1: <laughs> no but <laughs> but it is rough you know no, very I mean, rough, it's, yeah. it's just you can't you can't get around it. What do I do when I am in a in a, pl- a place where i just you know there's no way i can get out I've got myself to deal with and probably a lot of mean is going about how do i find a space where i go okay this is what i can do what where sure. do you go as, as a human being, that is a, that's a, kind a of very,
0: a, very good question. And, um, quite a, quite a tough one actually as well, because depending on which jail you are at, you get some jails where they've got libraries, they've got things to do, they've got a gym. I mean, something as small as, um, you know, going and doing exercise, um, mm-hmm. will, will help you through it. A lot of people are too scared to spend time with themselves, um, and they don't want to, you know, they don't want to talk to themselves. When last did you go and, and just talk to yourself?
1: Uh, all the all time. The time. Yeah. And I mean, how important. It's my madness. <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> but you call it
0: madness. I call it a way of living and, and a way of surviving. Because the fact of the matter is if you, um, you know, have no one to talk to. Maybe it's time that you start talking to yourself. Things happen in life for a reason. And whether whether you get placed into a situation where something bad happens, whether you make the wrong decision and you end up in jail or, um, you know, people live with decisions every single day of their life, you... When you wake up in the morning, you have the choice: Am I going to get out of bed, or am I going to stay in bed? Am I going to shower? Am I going to bath? Am I going to put shorts on, or am I going to put jeans but on? But
1: do I know? How do I re- realize that
0: I have a choice? By getting to know yourself. That that to me is the most important thing. No one else will will be able to tell you who you are and what your choices are, except yourself. Hmm.
2: Well, when you when when you talk about this, when when you give tips like go for a run or get a hobby. It's kind of something we all know. You know, it's like a common sense approach. But the thing about common sense is it's not that common. You know, people
0: don't
2: remember that we have options. And I just want to, be, be, before she asks you another question, I just have a comment for you. No, I have a comment for you. I heard recently... I love your comments, <laughs> by the way. Sorry for interrupting. I heard recently that being mad... Uh-huh. M-A-D stands for making a difference. And in that case, my friend, yes indeed, you are truly mad. Right, now you can go.
1: <laughs> ah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, so, so, um, I, I know that, you know, that's, that's, we, we're being facetious here. No, now. I'm not. Aren't you?
2: No, you are making a difference
1: no 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 no.
2: (laughs) yes yes yes
0: yes
1: (laughs) i actually don't know how to come back from that one but i was just thinking you know the 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 whole idea of madness and because we've Mm. all seen people so the first thing that that happened to my mind was i actually went to people mentally who are are, whom i've seen are, are really battling with you know like that inner world and and it's tough to, to, to actually see them. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, if, um, the inability, it, it, this might be totally off. Um, but I'm wondering if the inability to, 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 get to themselves could have been a part of why they, they went there. I think
0: a lot of, lot of times that's it. I don't, I, I can never understand why people are so afraid to get to know themselves. But we're um, not
1: taught to get to know ourselves. We're taught to get to know everything else about, um, the world. To and get to know everything else about absolutely. someone else and yet it's So, so important. that we can do everything else For everyone else
2: Exactly and mean, go. spending I love that. time yes. on yourself Is selfish
1: Yes and you know when you don't want to spend time with others, you being antisocial, um, instead of going into that space of, you know, m- maybe it's okay to give myself some time. Maybe it's okay to just, um, to be, um, absolutely, you know, to, to find out. Um, so we, we get taught all these lessons about how to be proper, about how to be, um, you know, about how to function in, in, a world that that is unkind to most personality types absolutely I, I find
0: you yeah. know i 'm going to use an example, yeah, um, and I hope he doesn 't kill me, but a friend of mine um, went through a, a really dark dark um, place a couple of years ago where he lost his whole family in a question of a year and a half i 'm talking about his mom his dad, his only brother, um, you know, and he was left. Alone in the world And you know In general um, They're very They were very close Knit family The same as what My family is And um, You know He bounced around From 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 um, Personal relation I'm not talking about Um sexual relationships romantic and stuff like that lived. romantic yeah. i'm talking about personal relationships with different friends and you know people that don't really care about him as a person but he did that because he didn't want to want to spend time with himself and when he got to know me you know yes manual <laughs> saying oh no but you need to get to know yourself before mm-hmm. you can get to know other people and before you can you know deal with the issues at hand and in the past I would say nine months, the, the, the spiritual growth that he has had. And I mean, he's a very spiritual being to start off with. We all um, are though. We are, we are. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, the fact of the matter is the personal growth that I have seen only because someone has told him it's mm-hmm. now time to focus on yourself, go through the emotions, Understand that some days are going to be harder than others, you know, but work through them. Work through the challenges.
1: That's nice. You know, if somebody can give me... example of how to because we can say go through it work through it you yeah. know but we never get examples of how to we never get people don't tell us how long it's going to take um you know which isn't and if they tell us how long it's going to take it's it's uh, compared to someone else's maybe you know it's going to take a year and may, that, that person may may have to take 7 years to get absolutely. it absolutely you can't know what I
0: mean? so, you can't you can't even put a time limit to it so, because of
1: so how how do you how do you help people with getting skilled in well, you know, You know what?
0: Number one, every single person is different. You've got your own personality traits. You've got your own um, background background, um, way of looking at things, Uh, whether you're an optimist or a a complete pessimist. Um, I mean, in general, if you are a natural pessimist, to get a natural pessimist to see the good in anything – is very difficult. So, you know, there's so many different layers that you have to, to work through before you can actually get to the point where you can say to them, okay, this is what you have to do.
1: You know, this I heard something about, uh, some. <laughs> it was one of those, f- f- I don't know, fly away comments. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> that somehow got stuck in my genetics. <laughs> and I loved it because it made sense to me. And they were like, you know, humans are actually by nature at the core um, um, pessimistic um well, when I say pester, I'm looking for another word, but because my, my menopausal brain goes off sometimes, I can't get to some words. <laughs> well, I but love
0: being in the studio with you ladies. <laughs> you
1: know, but but we we program to 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 look for fault. We program to to because genetically, I mean, because that means we need we need to we're looking after ourselves. It's, we, a, survival it's a survival instinct, absolutely. Yes. So I thought, well, you know, that actually helps when you go because when everybody starts saying you need to be Positive, and then you go like, I can't.
0: I, I told it's the end of the world.
1: So that for me opens it up. So that helps me look at both sides of mine. Yeah. You know, the, the the darker side of mine and the lighter side. And I don't feel guilty, so I don't waste time on that. So I can just be oh, okay. So it's it's uh, there's a function for it, and and now I know what to do with it.
0: Absolutely. You you know what the um what the one thing is I I um always fun with different people. As a, a motivational speaker and, and, uh, you know, somewhat a, a, a coach because I, I work with different people and I coach them through things. And Liesl would know this is that you need to go sit down and do an analysis of who this person is, what type of personality they are, whether they've got a lot of red personality, whether they've got a lot Give of us yellow, examples. blue. Give us For examples. instance, you know, I'm a very red personality. Mm-hmm. In other okay. words, I'm a natural born leader. I'm, I'm, um, not very easy to coach in general mm-hmm. Okay um, My life coach would maybe disagree sometimes But she's very good um, But the <laughs> fact of the matter is If you've got a lot of red in your personality So shall we name drop
1: We can name drop <laughs> and and no, Liesl like shakes her
2: head
0: vigorously Liesl, yeah, my, no. life, my life coach is Liesl Tom oh, yeah. uh, And she's brilliant But the fact of the matter is that If you've got a lot of red in your personality mm-hmm. And none of the other colors Which is who I am um, The fact of the matter is You're kind of very stubborn In other words you, you have um, Well you think everything you do And everything you say And all the decisions you make Are the right ones And there's no left or right And um, you know in that regards when i think when when Liesl started working with me i'm not talking for her um you know she kind of um you know first an analysis to see what type of personal- personality i am and then she knew how to work with me hmm. and you know even um life coaches need life coaches um yeah y- you do
1: so, so what other type of personalities
0: are there, Lizzo? Well, there's, you know what, there's... So you don't want
1: to talk about it. <laughs> this show is about our
0: guests. So, no, just, just to get well, an idea. Well, it's about us. You know, the, the fact of the matter is you get the, the, um, I think it's the, the green personality mm-hmm. that really just, they just go with the flow. It's like you tell them now, um, okay, um, what restaurant do you want to go to? Ugh, okay, you decide. Um, <laughs> What are we going to do today? You decide. Okay. Um, What movie do you want to watch? You decide. You know, now for a red personality, you know – it can go one or two ways. You can you can either be very excited about being with someone like this or, or coaching someone like this because it's very easy for you just to tell them what to do and they will do it.
1: But that sounds very definite, though. Don't we have no? You, you, you can you can have yes. a combination
0: of all four different colors. You've got red, yellow, blue, and green. And I mean, um if. I I used to think if you've got equal amounts, which is impossible, but if you ha- were to have equal amounts of each color in your personality, your life would be a lot easier, you know, because you would know when to be easygoing. You would know when to be a leader. You would know when to, um, you know, but granted, when you are a specific um, personality type, you can learn. By knowing what personality type you are, you can learn, you know, to be a little bit more blue or be a little bit more more um, green, be a little bit more creative, that type of stuff. Yeah. I
2: always find that personality types is an easy way to start to get to know ourselves. Because when Emmanuel was talking about knowing yourself, for me, that is the first step to knowing God. And, you know, I'm not the first person to say this. It's been said by... Far more illustrious uh, people, including Deepak Chopra, whom I absolutely adore. But, But that's the step. Once you start exploring your inner world, you start to see this is where the ultimate creator is
0: operating. Absolutely. I'm going to agree with that. For me, when, when I was going through all that stuff, when I lost everything and I, I had to, you know, make the decision, what am I going to do? And, I mean, I was at a um at a place where, where I was literally half an hour from committing suicide. And my family arrived there and they were the ones that I didn't, you know. And as a eternal optimist, to get to that point, you can imagine how dark it was. And the fact of the matter is… Did you call them? No, they just sensed it. I've, okay. uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky where I've got a family, um, I'm the only boy, um, and, um, three sisters and a mom, um, and all of them are very much intuitive. So we are very connected as a family. So mm. if something happens, mm. there's always someone that knows there's something going on, even without you saying it. But before you, you carry on, I just want to explore that a bit. I mean, w- when you are at that point
2: where you feel, Okay, this is too much for me. I'm going to physically remove myself from this life.
0: Where are you? Well, exactly. Where are you? I mean, if I've got to look at my own personal experience, because that's the only real source that I can speak from, you know, I can't speak for other people, but where I was was literally nowhere i was lost like like shemaine said earlier you know when you feel lost when you when you don't know who you are you you know you don't know where you are um and that's where i was i was lost and the thing is when you when you in this this lonely lonely space um you you tend to think that you're a burden on everyone and um you know you just um no one wants to be with you no one wants to be friends with you no one wants to to um you know you're just a burden for everyone That's what you think That's what you think It's it's in fact Not even remotely the case Because there's always someone That cares for you You just need to open your eyes And what happened with me My parents and my sister Knocked on the door And that opened my eyes So you know I'm lucky I only went through That part Where, where I wanted to commit suicide Once in my life And it lasted literally For half an hour mm. Where I then realized But whoa how selfish is this? Because yes, I'm now out out of this equation, but what damage do I do to the people who actually love me?
1: Mm. Oh. See again that whole thing of we think of, of others, you know. Absolutely. I, I, I applaud that, you know, but I'm I'm also going like so so there are other people who just went like fuck it. <laughs> I know I'm gonna hurt you and I'm sorry I'm, I'm gonna hurt to you. Do and that's do but it. this is all about me. And I'm out you know so so, but i I understand that whole thing where you go, um you know wh- what what could have what you could have you you in retrospect, you see how you could have hurt those that you love, um you know, but at the same time, I'm not judging people who go like
0: no, 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 no it, you know I'm what out. one one thing no, i would no, no, I would I'm also not. never do mm. is is like what you say um. Who are we to judge? You know, I'm yeah. never gonna gonna sit and say what what your decision was mm. is wrong. Um, you know, the same with 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 um, people going through a divorce that decide for the tenth time to to give their their partner another chance, mm. even though they get treated like absolute crap. Um, the fact of the matter is that that's their choices they make in life, and you know, I'm I'm the type of person because I care so much for different people. You know. I tend to want to put myself into the equation, which is the wrong thing to do. You need to keep yourself out of the, the people. There's, um, your life, Lisa, what do you call it?
2: Martha Beck always says yes. there's three kinds of business, my business, your business and God's business. That's it. And if it's not my business, I cannot be in it. Absolutely. And that is something that I think we all had to. To learn at some point. Because, Absolutely. You know, it's so easy when you care for a friend to want to dictate to them or want, no. or to want to interfere mm-hmm. because as an outsider, you think I can see the bigger picture.
1: You're not allowed to. It's their bloody life. I want somebody to sometimes interfere.
0: But you know what? Then, then I you do. have to ask. You know? Then you have to ask. <laughs> That's where people like myself and Liesl and, and, you know, There's so there's thousands of these type of people out there. Um where where you need to go out and literally ask for help.
1: You see, that is one way of doing it. But I think that people who are close to you, who know you, who can see, can also come around and say, Listen, Bookie, let's just let's just take this into account. Absolutely. And then you can go no back off. Yeah. But sometimes it's so and I mean, I speak of experience, from experience. Sometimes that thing is so super sensitive, and you are so ashamed of it. But you know, if just somebody would come along to to say something, you know, you are ready to open your mouth and get out of there. But you need, I think, you know that. Interference is sometimes necessary. No, I, I, what do you I, think I, parents I do, do all
0: the I time do, I thinking? do agree, I do agree with you, um, to a certain extent. The, uh-huh, the, the of big course. thing, the big thing is though that, um, you know, it's a wonderful thing called a catch 22 situation mm-hmm. where you go as a quite a strong person and you see someone is going through this and you want to interfere and you want to, want to get involved and you want to help them through it. And sometimes the messenger gets shot <laughs> type mm. of thing. You know that, 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 um, whole saying. So, um. Uh,
1: has it, has it ever occurred to you that sometimes the messenger needs to get shot? No, true. So,
0: true. Yeah, But if you are the messenger, <laughs> you, don't, get you shot. don't want to get shot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
0: but I get what you're saying. And, you know, a lot of times, especially when it comes to the bullying, because, When you go and you do an anti-bullying project at a school, for instance, you've got sometimes up to a 1,000 kids in Mm -hmm. one session. Mm -hmm. So now you sit there and you ask crucial questions and you ask critical questions and you you try and get them to to trust you enough to to respond to your methods. Mm -hmm. Because number one, you will not be able to change anyone's life if they don't trust you enough to allow you to.
1: But also – Looking at that bullying uh, thing that you are saying, those people all know in that room who gets bullied. Absolutely. And none of them want to interfere. Because why? They don't want to interfere. But they they also don't want to get bullied. They also get bullied. That is true. You know, but it still doesn't, um, you know, it it still doesn't um, take away from, detract from the fact that you could have said something. Somebody could have interfered. You know, and that's the chain reaction would have been if I say something, somebody else would probably have said something too, because they saw it. Because but we're scared to you to to work um individually because we don't know who's gonna have our backs. Yeah. And and ultimately, that's not what we should do. We should you see, that's, that's a one lesson worthy.
0: that I learned through, through my entire career is the fact that sometimes you need to open your mouth. And, um, you know, I'm the type of person or I've become the type of person where I don't mind to, to get shot. You know, I don't mind if people get upset with me if I, if I say the harsh truth because sometimes the truth needs to be said. And the same when I do an anti-bullying project, once you, Get to a level of um where where you, where you 're so intuitive where you can read people I mean you can read body language, you can read facial expressions, you can just you know by walking past these people and these kids, you can feel their aura, you can feel their energies, you know and that 's where the parallax effects comes in because everything is connected, and once you start grasping that. It becomes so much easier to um, to be able to to feel other people's energies, to to connect with other people's energies, and um, even with anti bullying, you can just walk through a crowd and see who is the bully and who is the person being bullied. The same with people being abused. Once you start connecting with people and connecting with the energies, it becomes easier to to see. Where you should get involved and where you shouldn't. But, you know, it still asks the question, um, is it right to just well, get involved? Well, b- b-
2: b- look, I'm not saying don't, don't get involved in other people's lives, don't care, don't, don't love, but people ultimately need to take responsibility for their mm-hmm. own business. That's also true. Um, and if I offer help and, and, and it and it's being declined, uh-huh. then I'm, it's not my problem. I don't get offended because it's not my business. Mm. But what I want to ask you, Emmanuel, is, isn't it, that bullies are very often victims
0: of bullying themselves? Oh big time, big time. From the research that I've done, and and I'm not talking about just going on onto on Google and doing research or seeing what other people write about it. From my own personal research that I did, because whenever I go to a school. Afterwards, I, I do a write up for myself. I've got a diary that I, that I keep a beautiful little orange, um, diary that I got. And, um, I write in this diary, um, you know, my experience, what I've learned from there. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that probably 90% of the bullies that I've worked with have issues at home. Uh, biggest issue normally is financial strain at home. Um, on the, flip side, um, the other biggest issue is that there's too much money at home where where the parents don't spend time with their kids and they just, you know, there's money. Go, go sort yourself out. They're not getting love. And what happens is they go to school and either you become um, very lovable at school where you've got a lot of friends because that's what you're yearning or on the flip side, you become a bully because that's how you get uh, that's how you let go of your emotions. Mm. And I think the same with with any relationship as well if you're in a relationship and you're not getting love from your partner what do you normally do um you know you either go cheat or you go and um you know um going into a a state of depression or you go into um not loving yourself or hating the other person um where ultimately it's um you know coming from the other side it's not really your issue it comes from that side but what happens is life manipulates you to a, a certain extent where where you think it's your fault you mm-hmm. think i'm being i'm being abused at home or my my husband, my wife, whoever's cheating on me because of what I did. Do you know what Liesl said mm-hmm. three types of business um and uh, but there's so many different layers it's it's uh, very interesting actually yeah
1: so um interesting you were saying life manipulates you so. <laughs> I, I want to say <laughs> that because of, of, of not enough knowledge or self-awareness, we get sucked into thinking that life's manipulating us, you know, mm. whereas if we knew something, you know, we would have the ability to go and say, Oh, actually, and it's a constant thing. You, you have to constantly become aware of it because, you know, we, we, it's it's how we were brought up Absolutely. we were brought up like Liesl says take responsibility and um, we were brought up to blame it on somebody else somebody else is making your day you
0: know, a, it's, it's, it's so much easier you know yeah. and the, the bottom line is if you connect with the universe if you realize that everything is connected you know here's an analogy um you know my mom um people would think she's bat crazy but she talks to her plants
1: yet Not she yet she has the
0: most beautiful plants you Oxygen. know why because they are connected energy. It's, yes. energy. it's it's a proven fact that plants respond to the sound of a person's voice mm-hmm. It's and to classical like, music. Yeah, it's to like, do with the vibrations Yes.
1: Like water, that water thing. Yes, the exactly, water experiment. Exactly. But before we go we don't have much time, <laughs> I still want to ask you about your animals. You also work with animals.
0: I do. I'm, uh, so
1: mm. yeah, so 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 what do you do with them?
0: Well, you know what? I'm I'm lucky um in the regards with, um, the fact that I got raised with animals. We always had animals. My dad was a farrier in the police, uh, when, when we were very young, so. We've always been involved with horses. Now that's where my passion with uh, working with animals and and you know um, ultimately almost talking to animals um, started. Um,
1: almost, you're also almost. <laughs> you need to talk. It's because well, he's centering know, himself. Now. I'm, I'm hey, centering you need myself. To you know. Those animals. Um, what what
0: happens is is the the fact that um, you connect with animals on a completely different level, and anyone can do it. Once you start realizing that. The smallest animal is equal to you. Um, Now we get 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 taught at school um, the whole food chain. You know, so I'm not talking about the food chain. I understand we eat animals. I understand we eat plants. I understand all this. The lion eats the 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 um, The little spring bookie in the 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 field. I get that, but I can promise you now, the lion realizes that the bookie is an equal human being. To what the lion is.
2: Yeah, what well, would well, it be? You are human in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but being, being, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and, and ultimately, um, you know, once you start realizing that, it becomes so easy to connect with animals. Why does your dog uh, we on the same spot the whole time? Now, some people would say, yeah, but he, his smell is there already, so that's now his toilet. I disagree. If you start realizing that the dog wee is exactly where you walk every single morning, you'll start to realize, but he's looking for attention. Um, why does your dog eat the ceiling when you're not at home? There's a reason. You know, um, you guys had a, a guest, a couple of uh um, No, don't mention names. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to mention names. But, but, um, that had this issue. I mean, um, she, she, um, rescued a dog, and um, she couldn't leave the dog at home because, and I know she wouldn't mind, mm-hmm. but um, you know, she didn't want to leave the dog at home because this dog um destroys everything, mm. and you know, I, I well, coincidentally, I was here, so I looked after the the dog. You so
1: know? they're going to say the dog is naughty. It's like you he's know, the naughty,
0: kid is naughty, but but no, if you go. Look Look at the history of the dog. The dog doesn't know where it belongs. The dog doesn't know what it can do and cannot do. So, so it, it destroys. So it destroys. And now what happens in this uh, this situation is this woman loves this dog unconditionally. But now the dog's getting a lot of attention where the dog did not have attention. So Mm. the dog doesn't know what to do with
1: attention. So panics
0: when when when, when
1: person is gone.
0: I've got one of those dogs. You know, I I think my my animals are the only animals that that aren't behaved. They don't listen to me. Mm. You know, where I can walk into my sister's house and her dogs love me. Mm. You know, for the simple reason that um you know, sometimes I feel that I don't give enough attention to my animals because I'm too busy with other stuff mm. you know mm.
1: can i just ask a natty question i don't know well, maybe you know but anyway i'm going to ask <laughs> <laughs> do it so you were talking about the bookie and the lion um you know the the uh, the the lion you saying that it it looks at it as an equal being do you think that bookie that that lion also goes bookie thank you for your life
0: i think i think Honestly I think they do. I really think that even when Thank a cat Thank you for
1: being for allowing me to catch you.
0: Absolutely. I think honestly that animals in the animal kingdom understand their place. They understand every day that I wake up I might be eaten because that is my my purpose. My purpose is that I need to feed something else. Um you know um and ultimately I I, I really Would like to believe that, that you know, the lion would say to the the little bookie, thank you for feeding me today, you know
1: I I think, you know, that what you just said, uh, you get up, you realize your purpose because you are here to feed someone else I think that's our purpose as human beings, we're here to feed someone else, that's why we're able to manifest so that we're able to give And I think we think we're manifesting just for ourselves, but we're actually manifesting so that we can give to others so anyway. And,
2: and by feeding others, you mean serving others.
1: Um, in, in every way. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah others, not,
2: not We're not, no, we not you know, talking about cannibalism.
1: No, yet. No. <laughs> you,
0: you know what? I, 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 I think a very <laughs> nice, I, I think happens. a very nice message to leave this, this whole conversation with is the fact that people need to, to realize that there is a purpose for them on earth. Um, and once they start realizing that, they have a purpose in life, and that everything's connected. I promise you, life becomes easier to understand. Maybe you know.
1: Okay. <laughs> we have to go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Emmanuel. So I'm gonna just uh, drop this one, Malisa. Thank you so much, my papa Ki, and I'm Shumaine Harris. Thank you for being with us.
2: Emmanuel, thanks so much from <laughs> thanks, the Tom. Take care of yourself. This is CliffCentral.com.